Hey everyone, and welcome back to another BJD Discussions. So today the topic will be getting money for the hobby. So a lot of people on their channels, they talk about how ways to get money and all that. I haven't talked about it on my channel yet, so I'm going to discuss it here. Some couple ways that you can get money for the hobby, what I think a pro of it would be, or a con, all of that. So as we all know, this hobby is pretty expensive at least it can get very expensive um and even cheap dolls are pretty pricey when you're comparing it to like barbies or shopkins even pulips ever after high dolls a cheap mirror doll doll like a msd 80 bucks versus maybe if you go shopping at value village and you find like a ever after high doll for maybe five bucks so very big difference and of course I know like secondhand versus brand new and everything contributes in there but what I'm trying to say is that BJDs are expensive so for new people or even old some people wonder like how'd you get funds for that I've seen dolls for sale for over two grand of course those are like special edition but it's still two grand <laughs> and I just wonder how someone gathers the funds to get that two grand doll at least when I was new I had no idea how people did that but as I've been in the hobby for quite a while I have an idea and how you get the money for that and two grand just seemed impossible but now it, like, it takes a lot of work to get that two grand, but I do know that it is possible. So one way that people get money for dolls is budgeting. So that I find that budgeting is the most common. Is if you have like a, a steady job or you get like a steady allowance type thing. So you just basically have a spot that's like a bank or a, like a little area at home, like a wallet or a PayPal. Everyone uses whatever is easier for them. And you look at your own finances and see what you can put away. So you might put away money every two weeks into your BJD fund. It could be like $50, $20, even $10. When I was in college, I would put away about $10 every pay. It doesn't seem like a lot, but that's what I did, and that's how I would buy things. So you can even do once a month as well. Um, you could, like, say just once a one. Uh, sorry. Sorry about my slip up there. Even once a month, you could, like, put maybe $20. And two months, you already have 40 bucks. So if you want to, like, buy an outfit or something like that, you look at that. You have 40 bucks already. It builds over time. And before you know it, you can have what you want. You could have a pair of eyes. Those you can save up for usually pretty quickly. I know some eyes go for quite a pretty price. But like, if you're not trying to get like the most expensive things, you could get a lot by saving a little bit of money. I do think when some people are saying that for budgeting, when they say you could save five cents every day and you'll have so much money, that is not realistic. I did the math. Maybe if you're buying like a Barbie, yes, but for a BJD, you need to put away a little bit more money than that. I mean, do what you feel is right, but you need to, I'd say a minimum $10 a month if you're actually trying to like get something. 
like an outfit or eyes or a wig, I'll put the $10. If you're actually trying to get a doll, I would put some more money. I'm not going to say exactly how much, but I would put a little bit more. Another way that people get money in the hobby is through gifts. So this doesn't work for everyone because it just depends on your life. There are some people who receive gifts often and there's people who don't receive gifts often, like in a year or maybe even more, you don't receive gifts that often. So for people that do receive gifts often, you they can request cash for the gift. So like if they have birthday, if you celebrate Christmas and Easter and stuff like that, you can ask for cash as a little gift and whatever else you celebrate, ask for cash. Or if you feel comfortable with it, you could even ask, just straight out ask for the doll for your gift. I know some people do that with like significant others or like parents if they're like I really want to get you something but I don't want to give you money and you're just like I want this doll basically that that also has asking for the doll just straight up does have it's a bit of cons you might have heard about it there was a whole I guess maybe for like a month or two a whole little thing um recast and I think recast amity I think it was called or amnesty where basically uh, someone wanted a doll and they were showing the doll they wanted really bad to a significant other and the significant other did buy the doll however since they're not in the hobby they didn't know about recast so they bought a recast so there's that so i'm not saying like you need to proclaim what you if you're where you are in the whole debate or whatever if you're one of those people who are like very strict pro artists make sure I would bring that up if you are going to talk about getting a gift like a doll as a gift I'd bring it up but if you're one of those people who don't care then you know you just see what you get (laughs) so another way that people save up money or get dolls layaways So basically, if you don't know, a layaway is basically like the whole budget idea that I talked about before, except instead of taking your money and putting it in the bank or putting it in your wallet or the PayPal, you just take the money and send it directly to the company or you can do this secondhand as well. You just send it automatically to the seller. Um, Usually the payment is fixed like um, you have a minimum you have to pay every month. Sometimes you can give some more. So for example, if you um, have a $200 doll that you wanna buy and they have terms saying the company or seller could say your terms are you have to pay this off within four months and you could pay maybe you're close to paying it off you can pay a bit extra in like the last month so you could pay it off quicker the four months is basically like the cutoff but you can pay it off faster a lot of people actually do this um, and they also do the more money to pay it off faster it's just an option because I know for at least for secondhand for sure if you really really want the doll but you just don't have all the funds at the moment but you know you will like once it's sold that 
doll you were looking at is sold is gone. So it's a good option to do the layaway so you can at least claim your spot for that doll and then pay it off and then it's yours. Same with companies. A lot of them do that for um, a lot of their really expensive dolls. I know for pre-orders there was layaway options, especially for like my Granada boy. For the Vin doll, you it was a pre-order at first and you could do a layaway option and the pre-order was limited to, I can't remember how much it was because it was a while ago, but the pre-order was limited. So for that example, a layaway is a good idea to just claim your spot and then you can get the doll that you want. Um, another way that people get dolls and items and all of that is through trades. So... Trades are very common in the hobby, and people trade all sorts of things. So I've seen before someone trade their Xbox for a doll. That That isn't really common. I don't really see that a lot, but it does happen. Like Someone will be like, um, I'll trade my entire Monster High collection for this much BJD clothes. I've actually seen that people have done trades like that um I've most people from what I see usually trade like uh, a doll for a doll or clothes for clothes eyes for eyes wigs for wigs that type thing or they do partial trades which the partial trades are where you trade something and the values are different so you pay some money as well in addition to the trade to get what you want so maybe Someone is selling like a Volks doll and you have a resin sole. The person is looking to trade for a resin sole, but obviously the resin sole is a lot cheaper. So what you do is you trade the resin sole and send some money to make up the difference. And that's how you do the trade. So this is a, a great way if you don't have a lot of money, you don't mind. And you're like stuck with some stuff that you don't want anymore. You could just simply trade it with someone else. There is a risk to this, however. With that, I would say kind of a big risk. It's getting better, I find, with time because now we have like Instagram play pages where um, they have feedback for different people. So you can look them up. I know DOA has a feedback area to show if someone is not a scammer. And you can, some people I know when they're going for a trade, they're saying you must have a reference from someone else to be like, yes, this person is not a scammer. I know, like, as things are getting bigger in social media, it's getting a little bit easier to figure out who's scamming from who is not. It still happens, so I would be careful with the whole trading. Um, so that's mostly that. I know... Some, a lot of people got called out for scamming on Instagram. And, <laughs> like, it just, it even happens to the best of us. Like, um, I've had some scammer experiences myself. And some, a few times, actually, like, I caught them through, because I went through PayPal and, uh, like, I went and, like, voiced that this person is scamming. So sometimes I did, like, get money back. But I did have a couple times where I didn't, I took the risk, it sucks, but that's how it is when you, when you trade.
So for another way that people make money for the hobby is Patreon. So if you're not really familiar with Patreon, it's a website that you a person offers certain things and you pay for that, what they're offering. It's usually monthly, so they'll say like $1. If you pay $1 a month, you will get like a personal drawing of your dolls or something from me once a month. That type thing. And then there's tiers usually, and it goes higher, more money, you get more things from them. So a lot of people, I wouldn't say like a ton, but a good amount of people do use Patreon to get money for the hobby. So they'll maybe draw people's characters, or they sew clothing, and they'll do a Patreon, and whatever money they get, they put towards their hobby. I'd say this route is a bit tricky, because mostly for the advertising part. And it might be more work than it's worth. For example, you do start a Patreon and you don't get very many Patreons. Maybe you get two and they pick the $1 tier. You still have to provide the service you promise, of course. But you, you're not really making that much money in return to go to the hobby. So... Sometimes it's not really worth it. You also have to advertise your Patreon so people know about it so they can join. And that can sometimes be a little bit rough. Because I know there's lots of Patreons in the hobby. And, like, I could be following these people for quite a while. And I don't even know they have a Patreon. So you just got to make sure that your Patreon is, like, out there. And also it has to be intriguing for people to want to be a Patreon. So basically, that's all up to you on if you do the Patreon route. I think out of the ways to get money for the hobby, that's definitely one of the hardest ones, in my opinion. Um, another way people get money is straight up, straight up begging. <laughs> straight up begging. <laughs> begging will always be around. You just, there are people who just straight up beg. So... I would not recommend straight up begging, but again, it's your choice, your hobby. You can do what you like. Um, people will post in their stories on social media or their posts. It doesn't have to be their stories, but they'll post saying like they're accepting donations or I really want this money, but because of this, this and that, I can't afford this doll. So I'm, can I have money? You know, one of those. You know, make a nice little story. It might be true, but... You know, you got to make a, a little, usually a sob story, being like, can I have some money? Some people just straight up be like, I'm poor, can I have some money for it all? You just, it's just out there. Um, they, I've seen a GoFundMe before uh, for dolls that people have posted saying they want to try to get like a Volks doll or something like that. Can you GoFundMe because I don't have enough money? I've seen that as well. Um... I have a quick story about someone who is begging. And again, I've had experience with this. Um, I'm not really... I've had two experiences with it, and I'm not really going to do the whole begging route again, slash donation, just straight-up donation route again. I know, like, sometimes it makes you feel good, like I'm helping this person, but just for me, it didn't really 
it wasn't really satisfying. I'd rather just donate to, like, a charity for, like, cancer or something like that. But that's just personally me, of course. So this is a quick story. Um, there was somebody who I knew um, was begging for some money. They had, like, a... They had a GoFundMe because... Uh, they went to a doll me and their dolls were stolen. Again, it happens. I don't see it a lot, but it does happen. So I had sympathy for this person because they were an acquaintance and I, I felt bad for them. So I spent, I sent a, a small donation at the time. I know I bring this up a lot, but I was in college, so I didn't have a ton of money, but I gave something to go towards it. And Basically, the person received a bunch of funds to help out, and they weren't grateful at all for anything they received. Usually when people get some money, they at least say, like, thank you guys for donating or whatever. They didn't say anything. They weren't grateful. They did manage a few months later to catch the person who stole the dolls, and they did get the dolls back, but they did not refund anyone any of their money I didn't expect a refund personally but they I just thought like it was kind of not good that they didn't refund the people who gave their money they just kept it so basically like had a bad experience with that so that kind of turned me off <laughs> from donating they and after they they are like, oh, yeah, I got my doll back. I, there was a little bit of backlash from people who did donate because I didn't really care, but the I just wanted some gratitude. But there was people who did want their money back because they donated probably a good amount of money. So they disappeared off social media. So I don't know if it was actually a scam. The whole thing was a scam, just pretending their dolls were stolen or what. But that's how it went. So what I'm trying to get at is there can be backlash from begging slash receiving donations from people and that you should look out for. Um, reputations can be tarnished from begging. So, like people will change their views on how they see you for begging. Your choice. You know, it might not like anything can happen another example about the whole like reputation slash but backlash that I'm gonna tell you guys about this is this person I wouldn't say they're not out of the hobby but they're not like uh really as big as they once were so I'm gonna use um Denali Wind as an example she's a very good person I followed her from when I first started and she wasn't like as huge I was following for a while anyways I really liked her. Anytime I messaged on her stuff, she was very pleasant to talk to. So she wanted these dolls that at the time they weren't easily accessed. Now they are a bit more. So that's a big change. But at the time they weren't easily accessed. She was trying to get these dolls and she was just voicing that she was trying to get the dolls, but she didn't know she'd have the money for it. She was not at all begging for any money. She was just doing a quick like a chit chat just what's going on with my hobby right now basically so she had a friend who decided to start a little donation to help her to get the dolls and people put some money into it I put some money into it and she even did a video she's basically crying she's very happy like it 
it was very it felt good as i said this experience is very good to help get help someone get a doll so she was very grateful about it and like i was happy her friends were happy most people were happy she was able to get the dolls and share what she was doing with them however there was some backlash to this um since she was popular there were people who got really angry over this saying how she was using her followers to get dolls and it was completely out of line that she did that which as i said before she never asked for it her friend just did it because she wanted to help her anyways there was a lot of nasty stuff of course the bjd confessions had was tearing into her and saying all this stuff and it was just really horrible but ultimately she didn't keep the dolls that she got that from the donations uh she th- doesn't have them anymore and i think it was really a sad ending because it was um you could see like she was talk she did a video talking about it it was getting to her that people were being nasty about the dolls that people helped her get she did put her own money as well into it. It's not like she completely got these dolls just from people donating. She put her own money into it too. End of the story that bad things can happen when you do accept donations or begging. So I just wanted to put some examples out there for that. So you could think about it if you're thinking about doing that. Um, anything could happen. So that is all I had to talk about today for how to get some money for the hobby. There might be some more ways. If you have any more ways that weren't mentioned, you could comment them below. Or if you have any stories about like um, an experience you've had with Patreon, with getting doll money or like saving up, anything like that. If you want to share a story, about saving money for dolls, maybe your struggle, what you had to do to get the money to dolls. You could put them below. That's everything for today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.